Today's podcast is sponsored by Genesis, the most comprehensive and complete education for pool professionals. The Genesis Career Pathway for Pool Builders and Design Professionals puts your team on the right track to become masters of their trade. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Pool Magazine Podcast. Today, I'm here with Rasmus of the Magic 5 Swim Goggles. He's a triathlete, entrepreneur, co-founder of the uh, Magic 5 Swim Goggles. Pleasure to have you with us today on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I mean, Rasmus, you have a really innovative and incredible new product. I mean, you did a, a successful Kickstarter. You got a ton of interest in it due to a nationally syndicated appearance on Shark Tank, which we're going to talk all about. Lots of exciting things going on, and we're going to get into all that. I was just hoping that, you know, first we could start off by you giving us a little bit of backstory and how you and Bo got started in the, the swim goggle space. Well, it actually it came out of our own frustrations with, with the existing goggles in the market. We, we both did triathlons, and um, the idea actually came once Bo was a training vacation in the, in, back in Europe. And he, he forgot his goggles. Uh, so he went out and bought all the goggles he could find at this place and, and nothing really worked for him. So he ended up being at this training camp for two weeks, but, but not really swimming. Um, and then he came home, called me. I was like, what do you do with your goggles? I can't find anything that really works for me. I was like, well, I can't, I can't either. And that's where, that's where we, we, we basically started up the, the, the idea. Um, and then really the next thing that happened was that I called my best friend who was a pro swimmer at the time. And he, uh, he told us the same story. And I was like, well, he, he's just been using sweet his entire life because they were the cheapest and, and nothing really fit him. So he just, he just went for that. Yeah. So, I mean, why the name The Magic Five? What's the, what's the name behind Well, the name is actually something that we came up with quite quickly. Um, we, we very, very quickly realized that we wanted to make a product that catered to everyone uh, who swims, not just triathletes, or just swimmers, or just competitive swimmers or recreational swimmers. We wanted to make a product that we could sell to everyone. Um, and that meant that we, uh, we wanted to have a price point that was competitive. So we, we put ourselves in a situation where uh, we we uh, wanted to apply technology uh, in the last five percent of the product, where it really mattered where we could create uh, a product that that fit much better using technology. That's how we came up with the name. Um, yeah. So let's talk more about the actual product itself. I mean, what are the Magic Five goggles, and how are they different from other products that you can buy on the market? Well, all all. Other swimming goggles are kind of one size fits all. Uh, no matter how big face you have, how how deep your eye sockets are, um, you buy a product in on Amazon or big sporting goods, and then you just hope for the best. Hope that they fit okay and you can you can live with it. Well, we turned that around and said we want to make one product, one goggle for one customer. Uh, so it's a it's a bespoke, it's a tailor made goggle. Um, where the customer scan their face. And based on that scan, we create a custom product that fits this customer. So there's an app that you can download on your phone or your tablet and pretty much you scan your face and then it just, it, it what, it runs like this algorithm that does what? 
Exactly. So the, the way it works is you go to the website, go to our website, imaginefire.com, find the product. And then after that, you download our app. And in that app, you do a very simple face scan. It takes uh, 13 seconds. And then that scan is connected uh, to your order. Um, the next thing that happens is that we basically build uh, a 3D model of your face based on this scan. Um, that's kind of step one. Then step two is that our AI technology, which is basically um, a huge set of rules that we have learned over the course of the last four years, rules that really understand and can determine how we should produce a product so it fit your face best possible way. So this is basically a custom tailored goggle that is unique to your face. Nobody else. Yes. Is. Okay. No. So if you if you bought a pair of goggles for yourself, you would get a wild experience and you could feel, hey, this fits naturally into my eye sockets, right? Fit right. like hand in a glove. If uh, your best friend or if a wife or whatever, a kid tried it, it wouldn't fit them because it's not made for them. They would go into the app, they would buy their own product, go into the app, scan their face, and then we would make a pair of goggles for them that when you would compare them, you would clearly be able to see the differences in the gasket of the goggle. That is really what we are customizing. So we are not customizing uh, the temples or the glass. That is actually the same for all the goggles we have. But the gasket, the part of the goggle that touches your face, that the curvature of that gasket is 100% unique to your face and reflect the exact curvature of your eye socket. Right? Like that's and that is that happens, right? Exactly. That's exactly what the magic happens. So when, when people put on the goggles for the first team, they're like, wow, this is very different from what you're used to because the goggles actually, it's, it's like it's molded to your eyes, right? When you then jump into the water, uh, you don't need to wear the, the strap as tight as other goggles. Uh, we actually have a lot of customers that, 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 that can't believe that it works having the goggles so, so loose the first time they try them. But then when you dive in, you can just really feel how the goggles naturally sit in your face. Um, and if you're not in a position where you're like, wow, I don't even feel that I'm wearing goggles. If you're not in that position, we really want to hear from you because then something was wrong with, with the data or the technology, and then we can fix it. Right. But yeah. that only happens for, it's very, very, very few, uh, percentage of our customers. So it is really a, it's really a custom product that should give you that wow experience. Uh, I read the article in Swim Swam, and I, I see that you guys have been getting a ton of traction on the product. It looks like, you know, it's got great features that are like world class, like with, with swimmers and with, with, with people who wear goggles on a regular basis want, you know, like that peripheral mm -hmm. vision and having dark lenses and having clear lenses and having different options that appeal to the consumers. I mean, what kind of traction has the product had over the last three years? Well, I think you pointed out yourself with the Kickstarter first. That was really the first, the first time we put it out into the market and showed what we were making, right? That, um, and that was the first time where we saw uh, that that traction. And today we are at a level where we have 
70,000 customers worldwide. Um, it's uh, everything from triathletes to competitive swimmers like Matt Grievers or other Olympic swimmers, right? Uh, that wear the product. But the vast bulk of our customers are recreation swimmers that swim maybe one time a week in your local YMCA or community pool, swim for fitness purpose, swim for 30 minutes at a time, uh, maybe do a thousand feet or something like that. Nothing crazy. Those guys, they buy the product. That's the main bulk of our customers. Um, because for us, it's important because it's the biggest part of the market. Um, but but that's actually the core customer. They're typically from 30 years old to like 60 years old. Uh, that's where we have the most customers. It's um, a big market you're in. I mean, it's a lot bigger than I actually thought it was. I mean, just to get a sound bite from you, I mean, how big a market are we talking about? Uh, it's 9% of the Western population that swims one per month or more. And that equals approximately 70 million people that swim for fitness purpose that we are targeting. Huge. Right? huge. Yeah. It, it's a huge market. And on average, these guys, they buy one unit or one goggle per year. Right? So it's, uh, it's like a pair of running shoes. You wear them down over time and maybe you need uh, a pair of goggles for outdoor swimming and a pair of goggles for indoor swimming. Right? Um, so so it's, it's actually a way bigger market than than what you what you would think in terms of volume. There's a lot of people that swim for fitness purpose. Yeah, you recently appeared on Shark Tank. Uh, great episode, by the way. I mean, you and Bo are probably two, <laughs> thank you. You you guys are probably two of the smoothest cats I've seen come on that show. I mean, you really had your pitch dialed in, and it showed. You came thank in you so much. You came in asking for a half a million bucks, and you're in there with all four sharks, and they're interested in your product. I mean, I was on the edge of my seat trying to figure out what you and your uncle were going to do. I'm not going to spoil it because I want you to tell the story for the folks who haven't watched the show, Rasmus. But I mean, why don't you tell us how it went down and why you went the way you did? Well, it was, um, as you can hear from the accent, I'm, I'm not native, right? I'm not from the U.S. I'm from Denmark um, and my, my uncle is too. So, so just having the opportunity to go on Shark Tank was really, really big for us to put things in comparison. There are as many people that watch every Shark Tank episode as there are actually people in Denmark, right? So it's like, it, it, was, it was a really, really crazy opportunity for us. Um, we, we did prepare very well for the show. Um, the team behind Shark Tank, they also do a big effort in prepping you and helping you the best way that they can. Um, I think one of our advantages maybe is that our business is born out of data and technology. Um, what you as a customer experience is a swimming goggle, but everything that goes behind it is data and technology. How you scan your face, how we make sure that every goggle is produced to fit the exact curvature of your eyes, right? And really giving you that next level experience. Um, so, so we really, we, we understand and we know all the data points on our business as well. We, um, that, that's the world that we have lived in. Um, so I think we were, we were in a good position to share information, data, and strategy around our business and what we want to achieve. I think we have a, um, we have a pretty clear plan with the product. 
with this swimming goggle product, but also with our technology. Um, we we feel that we are we are solving a very genuine problem for for people that swim. It's a very basic part of the goggle that, in our eyes, didn't work. That you could that you had a swimming goggle that leaked and was uncomfortable to wear, and we felt like. That's the first thing that you need to fix with swimming goggles. Then when that is fixed, then you can move into other components with the product, like better antifog. Uh, maybe you could move into other things as well, other technology aspects with, with the pair of swimming goggles. But we felt like the most important thing to fix was the fit um, and comfort uh, of a pair of swimming goggles, right? And I think that whole narrative the sharks really resonated with that. Uh, they really liked how, uh, in one way, simple the product was and that we are focused on this one product. Uh, but then on the other hand, how technically advanced it is. So it's something that's very difficult for others to replicate, right? Um, because the way that we, that uh, all the technology that it would require as to actually just produce and make this product. Um, so I think that that was what pretty quickly put us in a good position at the show. Uh, I think it took five minutes before Mark Cuban, he, he kind of shared with the rest of the audience and to our, uh, like that was a really good thing that happened for us was that he, he turned the table and was like, hey, this is not a, it's not a goggle company. This is a technology company. It's a robotics company that makes swimming goggles. I right. love that part. And yeah, then, great. Yeah. And that, that was actually when the conversation shifted at the show and that happened after five, 10 minutes. So we were in the tank pitching and going back and forth with the Sharks for 55 minutes. So what you see on television is only a snapshot of that. Um, uh, so, so as soon as it was kind of established that we, you know, we are a technology company and then we make swimming goggles, uh, then the conversation changed and all the sharks were really interested we actually got uh, two offers from all of them uh, and then at the end we ended up making a deal with uh, with robert um his uh, his daughter was a was a competitive swimmer in canada and so he was like and he also said at some point like why has no one made this before this makes so much sense this is a product that's relevant to all swimmers all walks of life um, and we couldn't agree more uh, with him. Um, and then after the show, it actually turns out that that Mark Cuban approached Robert, and then they decided to uh, to split the deal and come back to us and ask if we were interested in that. And and of course we were. So now we we actually have a deal with Mark Cuban and Robert. So they. I read that. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah, yeah. That was that was. Um, uh, we, when we when we exited the tank, we were like, "Well, it could, couldn't have gone better. It was amazing." Uh, then this with Mark happened afterwards, so it, it actually it, it could go a little bit better, and then it it turned out that way in the end. Um, when when uh, Mark said that to you, when he said, "You know, you're a, a robotics company, a technology company that happens to make goggles right now." I mean, I saw you nodding your head in agreement when Mark made that comment. He looked pretty bummed that you went with Robert instead of going with his initial 500K and 6.5 offer. I mean, do you feel like what he said is true? I mean, do you feel like, you know, there are other products and other innovations on the horizon for Magic 5? 
Yes, most definitely. Um, let's say right now we are um, we have a very very clear strategy for our business for the swimming goggle product, and uh, we live and breathe the goggles. We think it's such a good opportunity. Uh, we have a very there's no one else in the market that does what we do, and no one else we believe have a product that caters to all swimmers in the market. Um, um, so, so we think we just have a really, really good growth opportunity in this in this space. Um, top of that, uh, the more customers we get, the more data we get, the more understanding we get uh, of what we're doing now, uh, the easier and the better equipped we are to branch into other products. Right. So it's uh, you can almost see the the swimming goggles as our greenhouse kind of. This is where. Um, uh, this is our core. We experts in this, uh, but the more that we know, the easier it is to bring it into other other products. Um, and I think the discussion we had with the sharks on the show, because we actually talked quite a lot with them about that, but that didn't make it to television. So this is what happened behind the scenes: was that all the sharks, uh, the guest shark, Nirav Tolia and Mark Cuban and Robert. Who are, who are all three very very deep tech? They they immediately uh, had the point of view, same point of view as we have, which was focus on the swimming goggles. There's so much growth, but of course, five years from now, three years from now, when when you have taken over this market, you can take that fitting technology and use that to other products where where the customer benefits from a better fit, right? Because the way we make the goggles, that that method and that technology, it doesn't really care whether it's it's a foot and a cycling shoe, or face and a goggle, or face and a face mask, or something else, right? Sure. So it's 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 really uh, applicable in other things. Right now, we just focus on the swimming goggles and focus on and capturing this market. Sure, I, I take. Uh watch the show and they were asking you some really pointed questions, you know, about financials and whether you have your IP game in order. I mean, facing down those guys was a really intense experience and you're going into fire in front of the sharks. I mean, I see you and Bo, you know, trying to work out mathematical calculations in your head while keeping your composure on camera. I mean, all of that stuff's going into play. I mean, Kevin O'Leary usually goes in with Robert on his deals, but this time he's going with Narav. And I saw your eyes lighten up when Narav's uh, Silicon Valley experience. I mean, you know, still a million bucks is a million bucks. I mean, you know, and Robert definitely anted up. I mean, are you excited to have him and Mark as investors? Yes, we are very, very excited. Um, those were the two ideal investors we had on our radar when we went into the tank. Those were the guys that we hoped for. Um, uh, we think all the shanks could have helped us a lot with the experience. Um, uh, but we really think that Robert and Mark can help us in the long run with the business uh, in the in the technology uh, discussions and 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 making that strategy the right way. Um, then, of course, as a still as a relatively small company, we are we are like twenty people employed. Um, a million bucks is is crazy, right? It right. it really allows us to do a lot of things that uh, that will be good for our customers and good for the product. Uh, that we really want to do. 
Well, now you have the exposure of having been on Shark Tank. You got the collective firepower of Mark and Robert at your disposal. Robert's got like two of the most successful Shark Tank products of all time on the top 10 list. The, the Bokes and the Tipsy Elves, that ugly Christmas sweater company that generated something like $125 million in sales. Do you foresee the same wild growth from Magic 5 on the horizon? And if so, you know, what's next for you guys? We, we, we certainly hope for that wild growth. Um, I think that is that's a com- combination of, of many different things, um, hard work and luck and a lot of things. Um, we can see that that the business has really uh, uh, taken up a few notches since since the airing date, um, which is which is very very positive and, and we're very appreciative for that. Um, I think our uh, our target is to reach a point where we where we sell five thousand goggles a day. Uh, and reach that point as quick as possible. Um, and then once that is reached, we are, we are in a really good position to, uh, to do other stuff with the technology. Um, and, and we know that there, that there are big companies out there who are interested in it, uh, but we need, to, um, we need to focus on, on our corp, on, on the goggles, and then we need to make sure that we, that we, that we move to the next stage at the right time and not do it too quickly. For sure. I mean, I read that you recently really relocated to New York City. That's my old hometown. I read an article in Denmark and New York about the work you were doing with the frontline healthcare workers. Can we talk a little bit about that? Yes, of course. Of course. What we, um, <clears throat> what we actually did was last year during COVID, um, we, I lived in, uh, now I live in Brooklyn. At the time, I lived in Manhattan uh, on 37th Street, 10th Avenue, uh, right around Hudson Yards, Health Health Kitchen area, um, and that that was really a crazy experience during COVID, um, especially the first months, where no one in the world knew what this was, um, and everything exploded in New York. I think most people forget how how intense it was in the city for for six months. Um, so, so what we did was that we uh, we looked at our inventory, so some like some part of the goggle that that doesn't get customized. Looked at the clear ones that EMT personnel could use, um, and then we we actually did a uh, a fundraising campaign because we couldn't have, as a small company we couldn't afford to give the product out for free. So we said if someone will uh, fund uh, fifteen dollars, then we cover our production cost. And then we will use our ent- entire inventory to to give to to EMT workers. Um, so we we drafted up that campaign pretty quickly, and within a month or so, we donated six hundred goggles uh, and produced six hundred goggles for EMT workers uh, around New York. Um, and that was simply because they didn't have any PPE, right? Um, it's only a year ago where you couldn't get face masks. You couldn't get all those essential stuff. Um, so we had, you had EMT workers uh, uh, working in the city, uh, wearing our goggles as a way of trying to protect themselves uh, against the virus. Um, yeah, so that, that's the story behind that. No, that's incredible. I mean, outstanding what you're doing in both respects with getting your product, all this incredible exposure and what you've been doing in your personal time to help frontline workers during the COVID-19 pandemic. Thank you. I appreciate it. Congratulations on all your success. I mean, we really appreciate having you on the show today and we look forward to hearing more about you guys from the future. I mean, thanks so much for spending the time with us today. Great chatting with you.
Likewise, and thank you so much for your time. A big thank you to our sponsor, Genesis, the leading education program for pool builders and design professionals. Genesis and the PHTA are creating better career pathways for builders to become masters of their trade. Thank you for joining us. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll catch you next time on another episode of Pool Magazine Podcast.